Hello, it's Danny Howe back again with another episode of Tales from Southern Indiana. You know, we uh, mentioned in an earlier episode uh, this movie that used to scare me quite a bit as a kid, and still sometimes when I think about it, um, called The Brain Eaters, which involved um, a ship coming up from the middle of the earth that was full of spiders, and they all got loose and they started to jump on the backs of people's necks and bite them. And when they bought them, they could control them and have them, you know, do various things like uh, become political extremists of one kind or another or something. And I was worried about that for, for most of my life and still a little bit. And it seemed to me that, you know, we had an episode earlier about things that bite people, but uh, I thought I would revisit the subject of what seemed to be worrying people in Indiana the most about getting bitten by, um, and um, not just bugs and stuff, but really anything that might bite. And, uh, and come across a few different, uh, different takes on the whole thing. So here's, uh, as I like to do, you know, going back through the old stories of either the Mitchell Tribune, which was the papers from my hometown, a town of about 5,000 people, or the Bedford Daily um, Tribune or Daily Times, I guess, uh, had different names over the course of its history, from the county seat, which was the big city in Bedford with about 17,000 people in it. So here's a headline from 1940. The headline says, Death Cause Lacking. So we know. So the, the body of Dewey Silver, somebody named Dewey, uh, was found in, in, a, in his barn, um, and there was a hog bite in his neck, and the authorities were unable to determine whether he had died of a heart attack. And, of course, again, the hog bite might have been your first clue, um, but at any rate, he died... Uh, with a big hog bite in his neck. And so, you know, you would think that hogs, you wouldn't think that the very first thing they were going to do was leap up in the air and bite you in the neck. But who knows, maybe this was a problem back in southern Indiana um, even before I uh, lived there. And then there's a headline here, so uh, 1962, this is uh, a little more new. Variety of animals bite Hoosiers. So there's a whole article about how many different animals had bitten how many different Hoosiers. And so, for instance... In a particular year, 1962, thus far, this was September, the, uh, the state kept totals on these things. Somebody in the state government's job was to count how many of different kinds of animals bit Hoosiers. And so the number one cause, of course, was dogs. That wouldn't be surprising, followed by cats. Um, and then there were just a whole lot of just minor entries. Um, you had um, five skunk bites, and i got to tell you, if somebody was was going to let a skunk get close enough to bite them, um, you know, you would think it'd be long gone by then. But at any rate, five squ- five skunk bites, um, four hogs. Now, there you go. The hogs apparently were a biting problem at the time. Um, we've got um, 28 monkeys. I'm not sure that, I didn't know there were 28 monkeys in the whole state of Indiana at the time. But 28 monkey bites in that year. Uh, more than mice. More, more monkey bites than mice. Than- than, than mouse bites or rabbit bites or raccoon bites or, at, at any rate. And then we have a donkey. Somehow that doesn't seem surprising to be the one to get bit by a donkey if you hung around the thing long enough. Four gophers. I don't, I don't know if I ever saw a gopher in Indiana, but apparently there were enough of them to bite someone four times or bite four people. Um, and we have um, an ape, someone... In 1962, in Indiana, was bitten by an ape. I, it had to be a visiting ape. There's no apes that lived in southern Indiana. And then, and then you had monkeys. Um, monkeys showed up a bit. Of course, we know that monkeys will bite. We had an episode about Mike the monkey who lived at the end of my street, 
who uh, was always drunk and would bite any little kids that got close enough to him for that purpose. Um, and so here we have an article from 1971 from my hometown. Uh, headline says, Girl 4, four-year-old girl, files a lawsuit over a monkey bite. So now apparently she had some help with this suit. So she'd filed a $20,000 suit against the owners of Monkey Grove. Monkey Grove was one of these awful roadside zoos that uh, you pay a dollar or whatever it was, maybe a quarter, and you, you could taunt uh, several cages full of monkeys. And they were not too darn happy about it at all, as you could imagine they shouldn't be. And if you got close enough to them, they would bite you. Everybody knew that. I knew that as a kid. But this, this girl was bitten and had to have rabies shots. doesn't say whether the monkey had rabies. I guess you just had to assume. They weren't going anywhere. They were in cages. You could test them. And it said, since the time of the bite, she has been nervous and hysterical and has a fear of doctors. The doctors didn't bite her, but, but she's afraid of doctors because they gave her a nasty rabies shot. And... Um, she suffers nightmares and will be permanently impaired. Well, really sorry to hear that. I hope that she did find her way back to a better state of mental health at some point. But we don't know how the lawsuit came out. We do know that at some point, the monkey roadside stands disappeared from around the country, thank goodness, because they were really, really items of cruelty. It's horrible. Now, we aren't, we're not just stopping with animals here. Here's um, a headline from 1964. In an argument over her son, a woman bites... Teachers, not just one teacher, she bit multiple teachers uh, in Evansville, Indiana. That's south, south by the river. And uh, I said the police filed charges when she attacked the principal with a pool cue. She didn't, she didn't bite the principal. She had to just tried to hit him with a pool cue. Apparently they were playing billiards. And bit at least three teachers And in defense of her son, apparently. said, said the, um, she, she hit the principal first with her fist, and then beat him with a pool cue, and then at least four teachers tried to get her off the principal, and she bit three of them. Doesn't seem, say what happened to the fourth one. And uh, it said the principal was treated for cuts and bruises, and two of the three teachers were treated for bite wounds. Apparently the third, she did not break the skin. So, you know, it's okay if they don't do that. And the, the, the principal said, I think it's an isolated incident, it's just something that's going to happen every now and then in our society. Every now and then you're going to get beaten with a pool cue if you're a principal and you're and, and there's a mother upset about it. it doesn't really say what. <clears throat> she says that she was upset because school officials said that her son owed the school $30 in candy sales. He didn't steal a candy. Apparently he was, he was selling a candy and he didn't turn his $30 in. Apparently that was the, that was the issue. And, you know, like, we, like is the case a lot of times with these articles, we just have little glimpses into people's lives. We're left wondering, well, what happened to the woman? Did she have to go to jail because of biting people? Was it, was it a greater offense to bite the teachers than to hit the principal with a pool cue? Uh, questions we'll just have to, you know, take to our grave without knowing the answer, I guess. And um, now we have an inkling here that there are one of the major biting problems in the southern Indiana where I grew up was um, snapping turtles. Snapping turtles are bad-tempered turtles. They have a very long neck, which you don't realize when they're just sticking their head out a little bit. They can shoot that thing out, reach halfway around their shells, and bite you. And if they bite you, they don't like to let go, and it hurts. And so we all knew that we should keep a, you know, give a wide uh, um, uh, berth to a snapping turtles, stay the heck away from them. Uh, this particular article that I'm looking at 
about that subject from 1965 also mentions someone being bit by a mink. I know we had a mink in southern Indiana. We certainly didn't have any mink coats. Um, so if we had minks, there weren't enough of them, I guess, to make a coat out of, and, and it, one would be discouraged from doing so because they would bite you. Uh, so at any rate, uh, it, we have the snapping turtles, and as I, was, as I was reading about the snapping turtles, I learned that southern Indiana did was part of the natural range of something called an alligator snapping turtle. And this is possibly the ugliest animal that has ever lived. Um, it, it dates back to the dinosaur times. These turtles get up to easily two and 300 pounds each, and some have been rumored to grow up to 500 pounds. They never stop growing, and they have horned ridges on their shells, and they just are nasty, ill-tempered, foul-looking creatures, and, 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 they, and they bite. Um, here's an, a picture of one that... Um, it almost looks like it was shaped out of horrible substances that you'd use to make an ugly creature. It says that this, this one was a junior version. It only weighed 70 pounds, and they put it in a wash tub. It's like a you know, corrugated steel tub to weigh it on a scale. But before they could do that with any accuracy, it bit a hole in the wash tub and got loose. So... so you know, there's a, there's a, <laughs> you have to put the turtle in something stronger than steel so that it will not bite a hole through it and escape. That, even that's just enough to cause somebody to generally be worried about, about it. Here's a description of these. This, this turtle said, villainous, repulsive, savage brute, which slaughters our fish and, 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 and makes us generally just ill at ease. Um, it says, a large snapping turtle, one of these alligator turtles, said it was raised in something called a swill barrel. S-W-I-L-L, swill. It doesn't sound like anything you'd want to be raised in. In fact, it sounds like something that would be poisonous. It says, um, at any rate, um, many unaware persons have learned much to their sorrow about the uh, vicious nature of an attack from an alligator turtle. Um, here's one that uh, in 1949 apparently was caught and it was five feet long and weighed up to 500 pounds, apparently, before, I guess, it ate through whatever container it was holding and um, disappeared into legend and mythology. Well, another reason to be generally nervous about things, as we were in southern Indiana, we never knew what was lurking, whether it was someone or something that was going to cause us some kind of trouble or bite us. Um, and then apropos of none, none of that, is an article about um, a fellow with six toes. Um, he was arrested because he had a pair of shoes attached to his belt, and some law enforcement officer apparently thought that because he wasn't wearing the shoes, he must have stolen them. But it turned out that he carried an extra pair of shoes because he had six toes, and he found that he had to change shoes every hour or so so he could walk. I'm not sure what happened to the shoes after an hour because he had six toes, but that was his explanation, and that was sufficient for him to avoid um, the, um, uh, the heavy hand of the law. Uh, and, uh, and perhaps, again, you know, if, if he had six toes but he didn't want that many toes, he might have encountered an alligator snapping turtle and might take care of the problem right away. Well, as always, we sure appreciate you being able to join us while we share some of these interesting memories and oddities and, uh, uh, and whatnot uh, from life in southern Indiana back in the day. 
I sure wish uh, everyone a, uh, a great start to the new year, which it is now, and uh, hope that you'll come back and join us soon. Thanks a lot.